that. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Footy Fetish Podcast. Footy Fetish. Tuesday evenings, Thursday evenings, and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, mate. That's what we should for the podcast, boys. Welcome back, everyone, to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, my boy Mark, yo, and Ollie, yo, yo. Uh, no Harry today; he is um, he's unavailable. So we, but he will be in for next Tuesday, I believe. He said he's definitely got. I think he's got that off to film. So we'll have the boys back to, together on that day. The boys will be back right, in um, town. Yeah, today. Well, I guess it's series two, episode two. Overall, not a clue what episode number we're on. Um, Honestly, couldn't tell you. Thirty something, um, maybe. Thirty. Thirty something, did you say? Thirty something, or yeah, something like that. Thirty Yeah. Um, but yeah, season two, episode two, and we're just gonna go over some football news today. Um, we're gonna start with that, and then we'll go over some of the results that were on the weekend. I know Ollie is dying to talk about the Arsenal game. Um, and their start of the season. I'm dying. Yes. Um, but, um, we'll talk about that. But yeah, we'll get into some transfer news stuff uh, and, and that kind of thing um, right off the bat. I don't think we've covered this, to be honest, boys. I know it seems like a, it was only unveiled the other day, but it seems like a while ago this happened. But uh, Lukaku to Chelsea from Inter Milan, boys. Big moves. Um, £97 million altogether. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the other day, but Inter fans have defaced the mural of Lukaku uh, in Milan. Um, after and then he put that subsequently put that uh, let, open letter out to Milan fans and stuff. Uh, but yeah. I just want to get your guys' thoughts basically on this. And Lukaku's return to the Prem, his return to Chelsea. Footmark thoughts, mate. I just want to see what you're well, thinking. I didn't know about this defacing of the statue there. Yeah, of the mural. That what yeah, they, it's pretty bad, isn't it? What, but, they, what did they do to it exactly? Do you know? Uh, I, I think they just they just blacked out the message that was like welcome, like do you know what I mean? Like it, they black they didn't do actually anything crazy. They just effect, like blacked it out, and then I think they wrote something about just their disappointment basically in Lukaku. Okay, it's, it could have gone a lot worse then. To be fair, right. yeah, that could have gone a lot worse. But um, well, the move the move to Chelsea. I mean, let's be honest, good they move. got the money. I think it's a good move. I think if they're wanting to win the Premier League, I think it's a good move. Well, we want them to win the Premier League, apparently. Uh, well, I don't, but that's another story. But, no, Lukaku, let's be honest, he's a fabulous striker. Um, he probably could help that link up with Timo as well. We all know he struggled to find... Oh, I think that's going to be a great little link up. Yeah, well, I think I think Timo's... Timo could do anything but score. Lukaku so... could do everything. He can't do anything but score. score as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I, th- I think it's going to be interesting watch. Hopefully, he doesn't fall under the trope of being a Chelsea striker flop because I mean Timo was supposed yeah. to be banging in goals and he didn't really do that so hopefully yeah. Lukaku doesn't get affected because I actually quite like Lukaku really good player very good player but seems it's, like a lovely bloke as well I'm not going to lie but to put it into word, like simple words it's going to be exciting to watch he's an exciting player so before I come to you Ollie in your opinion I just want to run over some stats so basically when, last time he was in the Prem when he was with United and then his time at Inter Milan just sort of you know, get a gauge of, of the player that he is, basically. So last time, obviously, we'll go for 17-18. Was I think was uh, with Man United. Obviously, played 34 games, 16 goals, seven assists. Was actually not a bad outing, to be honest. Um, but then in 18-19, he took a step down with 32 games and just the 12 goals. 
Um, but then really set things up, boys, in 1920 when he, his first season in Milan. 36 games, 23 goals and two assists. And then last year, obviously, his big year, the one that's got him this move that into Milan, you know, won the uh, Serie A for the first time in a, like maybe over a, in over a decade now, I think. Um, and yeah, he got uh, 36 games, 24 goals and 11 assists. Jesus. Now that is, that's some Harry Kane stuff that um, obviously different leagues, different difficulty do you know what i mean with being completely honest but ollie uh do you think what do you think are we gonna have man united lukaku now that he's back in the prem or are we gonna have some form of this inter milan it may be even better lukaku i am hoping for the latter i'm hoping for inter milan uh lukaku point like point two we know that you've got you're picking him up in the fantasy league this week i think everyone (laughs) already knew that Come on, yeah, true. Like, true. if we're going to be serious about it, I was giving it the whole. Oh, I might let someone else. Obviously, I was going to take him, but uh, even still, uh, I think yeah, he's going to hopefully just absolutely dominate. I think he's exactly what Chelsea need right now. Um, they did pretty well still last year, even with um, Timo not sort of converting a lot of these chances. Still won the Champions League. I think all of this is going to do is just make him go strength for strength. Really, um, I did see that technically. I think Chelsea have paid £100,000 for Lukaku because the amount of players that they've sold and sent out on loan and everything, they've recouped all of the money bar £100,000 that they've spent on Lukaku. So they've technically, yeah, literally spent £100,000 on him. Although, like, with this stuff, like, I always feel like, you know, how Pep uh, brings out that awful awful bit of info like his opinion saying oh you know we sell this such a player so you know it means that we only actually spend this much player yeah he but was saying at the that... end of the day you still spent 100 million pounds on a football player like yeah he was saying however you want but he's still with that we've price only tag. Spent, yeah. we've only spent 60 or 40 or however much That's it right, was but out, technically you have but yeah even still i think they've he's going to do very well um i hope he does for fancy reason purposes um but yeah he um he also he's in a lot better shape. Uh, I don't, not to say that he was in bad shape beforehand, yeah. but compare pictures of him now in that Chelsea kit compared to him at United. So he's last season at United. He looks very different. He's in a lot better shape, and I, hopefully they'll just obviously bring what he's been doing in Syria mm. into the Prem and into Chelsea, and then that will be the end of the Premier League. Because yeah, <laughs> they'll just go on be. to just dominate it, really. Just but don't... yeah. Excited to see what he says. Welcome to the chat, Simon. Nice, nice, nice to see you. Hello there. Welcome, yeah. lads. He, he did say hey a few minutes ago, but we were obviously all he was in a little bit, a little bit of a team. Oh, yeah. But hello, to welcome to the chat, got Simon. Got to let, let people land. But yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't know, man. I'm actually quite stuck here, lads, on what I think Lukaku is going to be. Um, well, in terms I of his ability. Yeah, I feel like this. Obviously, this Chelsea team is like so much better than what that United team was when he was there. Oh, and yeah. the playmakers they have in behind him: Havertz, Mount, Werner, Ziyech, Pulisic. Uh, you know, all these boys. You know, even a bit further back, you got the likes of Jorginho, Kante, that yeah. can pull strings. Surely, surely he's got a bang goal in it. Otherwise, this is just. Otherwise, this Chelsea like striker curse. Bar Diego Costa is like real. Like, like Diego Costa's the last good striker they had since uh, Drogba, if we're being yeah. honest. Um, yeah. And that's nearly 10 was... years ago now. 
Drogba. Like, yeah, I was going to say Fernando Torres, but he was a bit iffy, wasn't he, when he was at Chelsea compared yeah, to Yeah, even Drogba was there while Fernando yeah. Torres Do you know what I mean? So, He's an expensive sub, is what I remember him being. Yeah. I mean, if they play in a two of Lukaku and Werner, I think that could be really... Uh, really fruitful for them. I think they've got a lot to learn from each other as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's just, now I'm a little bit worried for my fantasy thing because I've got Havertz and I think now that Lukaku's in, that's definitely another spot off the table in terms of attacking players-wise. So I'm a bit, I don't know. But yeah, I think Lukaku will probably do well. I just, there's always that bit in it when you've seen him, when you've seen someone not produce in the Premier League. And they should. always that thing in the back of the head isn't it yeah there's always going to be that worry you can't forget the history um it's it's not like he obviously went from united being the best striker in the world to inter and continue to be the best striker he was very iffy when he left and obviously he's managed to turn it around to inter um and i hope you can just as i say keep that momentum going uh, sort of in the premier league again do you remember how everyone used to meme about his first touch yeah. Poor, <laughs> yeah. such a poor first touch it's like true right. yeah I think the way they're going to play it is I think that he's going to be just I think their whole thing is now just work it into the box with part with tight passing one twos to end up with Kaku on the end of it who can you know one touch finish it in the back of the net do you know what I mean I wouldn't be surprised if you see like a rather than crossing balls in maybe you see them with inverted wingers coming into the bot, you know, attacking the edge of the penalty area and getting in good positions to then feed the pass off to someone into Lukaku. I think that's how they're going to play it. I think um, uh, in terms of your fantasy league worry, I think you'll be okay in all honesty. Um, I think that they're going to, I think Havertz is still probably going to have a very good chance of playing. I think it's bloody good. probably a better chance of Havertz playing instead of Werner and they playing Lukaku up top on his own maybe. Um, I, I don't think you they're gonna. Play you could play both Havertz and Lukaku at striker. Yeah, Havertz or, or maybe, or maybe Havertz is just behind like a yeah. number nine or something. But um, yeah, I think yeah, you you, I, you probably won't be that badly screwed over. But um, yeah, be interesting to see what happens with Chelsea. Yeah, I think well, we we predicted they go on and win it, and I do think that is going to be the case. Uh, but we'll move on from Lukaku. Uh, to something that we saw, well, I thought was really cool. Uh, before the Man United Leeds game, obviously they unveiled Rafael Varane. I don't really think we've spoken about Varane much, too much, apart from like the the speculation at the beginning, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, Varane to United, 35 million, obviously unveiled at the game. I just want to pose a question to you guys: Does the addition of Varane make Man United the best back line in the Premier League? That's a tough one. I There's a lot of good back lines. He still feels when fully fit is Liverpool. Yeah, when fully fit, I'd have to say give it to Liverpool. But if you're thinking realistically, we're still quite shaky at the back. Yeah. Like, I have 100% in Van Dijk's like, decision-making, but his physical ability, I think, would be a bit stunned having a year of football. Oh, mate, and that's not like it wasn't... It's not just some so, injury. No, it was a proper, like, proper that's a career injury. ending injury for some Yeah, yeah. Like, and then you've got Gomez as well, who has had a lot of injuries. A centre back, Canate, who obviously has a lot of talent, but is a little bit. Ain't seen anything, yeah. Not really seen anything from him. So, like. Did, did he we... play? Did he start against Norwich? No. No, no. Matt, Matty. Was... Matty, yeah, okay. Yeah, Matty was. Yeah. He was good, though. He was solid. Again. 
So right now, I guess, is with the addition of Varan, so with everything that we've got uh, that's actually going on right now. So, you know, the Robertson injury, you know, stuff like this. Uh, does, is this the best back? Is this the best defense in the league? Because I'm thinking be. it might be. It's got to be yeah, right I'm now. I'm thinking it might be. I think last year they were really good. Their, their back line was really, really good. And if you think about it, only really three out of their back four were actually performing at a quite a good standard. Sort of uh, Shaw, Maguire, and um, Wambasaka. Obviously, their other centre back was sort of it was Lindelof or whoever was playing at centre back. Um, for them was a bit shaky. Was it was it Eric Bailly? That they, they didn't have any one person that was pretty solid as a partner for um, Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Harry Maguire. Um, so I think now they have bought Varane, and that could be sort of that missing piece of the puzzle there, and that back line could just be impenetrable. Um, I'm yeah, very excited to see what he can do. Um, yeah, I think it was quite a cool way to announce him as well to sort of bring him out in front of a stadium full of fans. You don't really see the, that. It got the crowd going, man. Yeah, you don't you don't see that sort of thing oh, uh, in England. Uh, and obviously, you then see what happened in in the game as well, and it clearly spurred them on to uh, Bruno. Do well. Thank you, my man. You are my <laughs> first pick in the fantasy draft. You did me an absolute solid this this last past weekend. Top of the league, but we'll get onto that at the end. Um, yeah, I'm just going through some of his like defensive stats and stuff like that. But uh, obviously, he the European he's early thirties, late twenties. Uh, he's 28. Yeah. So he's still got uh, a little while. Yeah, to he's go. still got a fair, a fair few years left on him. But yeah, I mean, they might have the best passing duo in the league now at centre back because we know how Harry Maguire can ping them, but Varane as well can absolutely level them. So it should be pretty interesting. Obviously, Wan-Bissaka's got to get better going forward, but unless you're Charlie Austin, you don't think this. But Wan-Bissaka's an amazing defender. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just think, yeah, I, I think that this puts this puts United in the title contention, I think. I really do. Especially with the way they started. And they I didn't even have Sancho or Rashford in that team either. They were playing Daniel Jones and, uh, it was, and Pogba on the left. Even though Pogba on the left looked... Bloody incredible! Right, so I'm only assuming we're um, we're reviewing this game now. Daniel again. James, yeah, Daniel James. So, so huh? are we getting are we getting into the, into that 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 game now? Reviewing it? No, no, no. Some, no I have no, some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hold it, hold it, hold on to your hat, mate. Hold on to your hat. Okay. We'll, quick, we'll speed through these last couple transfers. Oh, Nelly. Into this, right? Uh, Tammy Abraham to Roma, 40 million euros Ooh. with an 80 million euro buyback clause. Two questions: How do you think he'll do in Rome? In uh, Italy and two will Chelsea be buying him back do you see him returning Ollie um, yeah I, I think it's there is a possibility that is a very Chelsea thing to do to put something like that in there and bring him back for 80 mil in however many seasons it, it may be whether he's sort of really performing in uh, in Italy I think obviously they've just bought um, Lukaku back, obviously, however many years later, but him performing at Inter Milan, clearly, obviously, he's taken like, the whole world's eye and looking at him. And now, obviously, if they can, you've seen obviously what other young, uh, young sort of English players can do when they go abroad and see what Jaden Sancho and Drew Bellingham and they go obviously over to the Bundesliga. You are, you do get a bit more of a spotlight on you over when you're a, when you're sort of an Englishman playing abroad because it's not as common as sort of 
a lot of other people say maybe playing in, in the Premier League. So um, I think he could definitely go back for 80 million. Um, I'm not sure when that would be, but in the grand scheme of things, if he's a player that's worth 120 million at the time, bringing him back for 80, they're just going to be rubbing their hands together. And in today's transfer market, a player costing 80 million can be a bit of a bargain, <laughs> depending on sort of who it may be. So, mm. yeah, I think he'll uh, potentially go back to. Um, he'll do well in the series. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I, he will. He's he's always he was good and he always has been quite good he's just struggled to get that game time um i think in roma obviously having playing under jose as well where he's already got that relationship he knows what jose expects of him um so i don't see why he wouldn't perform over there yeah um mark what do you reckon mate well i i think let's not forget i think at a time he was chelsea's top goal scorer at, yeah, last season. One, well. Last season. So he was so good on that. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to doubt his ability in that Chelsea squad. I wouldn't doubt whether he can take that ability over to. to you know, Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, like Wally was ball. saying, he knows what's expected of him, and I, I agree. Depends I agree. As well, Jose. But hopefully, I mean, I, I would want to see him do really well because he's an English player. So I, I'd love for him to just absolutely thrive, and then Chelsea just begging him to come back. That would be awesome because that means he is performing. So, but I do think he will do well. I think he lacked game time. I think he has the ability. He knows. He knows how to finish. I just think he lacked the game time. And in that Chelsea squad, I mean, bar from when they couldn't buy any players, that's the only time he got game time really. When they just couldn't replace him effectively, which kind of sucked. But it really gave him that platform to move on to these teams with Jose and stuff like that. So. I think he will do well, and yes, I think Chelsea will take him back on that basis. I think he's going to fucking smash it. Yeah, I, I, do, I think he's going to be a twenty-plus goal scorer in Syria. I really Ooh. do think he's going to smash it. Um, I, the thing is though, when he's coming back, I don't see it being Chelsea for some reason. I've just got Tammy in a Liverpool kit in my head, and I have no idea why. But I would just think that would be kind of sick um, for him to come back and then play I'm someone like that. Much better, Origi. Um, Oh, mate, yeah, much better than Firmino. Oh, mate, that'd be sick. Ah, she would be awesome. Don't get me going, get me guess like that. I know, I just think I could just say, it's in my head. It's in my head, boys. Um, One to make Oli cry now. Manuel Locatelli to Juve. I'm not bothered. I knew this was never happening. (laughs) Everyone knew it was was never going to happen. He's such a good player. When Uh, he was still at the Euros, he even said he didn't want to go to Arsenal. He would look good in the Arsenal kit, yeah, but even when he was still playing at the Euros, he came out and said he doesn't want to play for Arsenal. Fair enough. I I knew throughout the whole thing that it was just going to be speculation. He was never going to come to Arsenal. Everything I ever read about him being sort of linked with Arsenal was always saying he's not interested. But nothing's going to happen. He just suits Juve, doesn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. He's a good yeah. man. If you, he's a prototypical Italian Juventus player. He's a Pirlo-esque sort of looking lad. Do you know what I mean? Like looks good in that good kit as well. Long hair, like looks good in the black and white stripe. Like yeah, he's gonna smash it over there. I imagine like a Marquisio-esque sort of player, man. Remember him? What a baller yeah. Mar- Marquis- yeah. Marquisio was. Um, but yeah, last bit, Oli. How do you feel about this other? Coutinho swap thing because I just think it's a, lo- a lose-lose situation for both teams 
hundred percent. I'm not interested. I, I understand shaking up the team a bit. I understand, obviously, if like who was not been playing very well. But you look at Coutinho. What has he done since he's been at Barcelona? Apart from cost him way too much fucking money. Did all right in Bayern, um, didn't he? He's the best league in the world. Exactly. Like he's he obviously he had, he was good at Liverpool. He left and has basically been on a downward trajectory at Barca ever since. Apart from when he was uh, he did his little stint at Bayern, where he was he was better, but nowhere near the rest of the Bayern standard. Um, he's just been on a downward trajectory for a long time, and I think it is a big risk for Arsenal to get rid of someone like Aubameyang and bring in Coutinho, who could be even worse. And then we're stuck with Coutinho for however long. Um, yeah. I just think it's really uninspiring. I think it's it's easy. It's such an easy link to make. Um, I just think that if we're going to sell Aubameyang, I'd definitely rather get someone better than Coutinho. And yeah, I'm looking at especially the everything going on with Barca at the moment as well. They're crumbling. They are really like they're in but like bad way at the moment. They're oh, yeah. 1.3 billion um, euros worth of debt or something. So Fuck I think hell. it's just. I think Barca soon enough, slightly off topic, but I reckon they might be, they might start to crumble unless they get some serious funding in or some more sponsorship from yeah. elsewhere. I think they might actually start to properly crumble and maybe fall down the league and it could even do a bury and <laughs> leave and completely just, yeah, disintegrate yeah, yeah, into nothing. Know. But it's looking bad for them. It's, that's but, what I mean. So I just think with the whole Coutinho thing, it's just very uninspiring. I think it's just boring. Such an easy well, link to make. Last year, he got he played twelve matches, got two goals, two assists for Barca. For the season before for Bayern Munich, he played twenty three matches, got eight goals and six assists. So seeing if he does get a bit more match time, you know, only two seasons ago he was giving you eight goals and six assists. I'm sure, like that's not that's all right, right? Like that's something I, like yeah, you guys. I think I would rather someone that's going to be doing what Aubameyang was doing for Arsenal and getting top goal scorer and really helping us, pushing us forward. I think someone like Coutinho is probably not the right sort of guy for it. Mm, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, what do you think of the Erdegaard one? I know to move on, we're moving on because I know that of it. Like, I just think it's a loss. I don't know how, how you feel, Mark, but it's just an L for both teams. I just, both I'm not interested. I'm like, not interested. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, you know what? Like, that doesn't excite me. It's not a good deal <laughs> to me. So, nice. But uh, yeah, sorry, um, Ollie, Erdegaard, because I'm seeing 30, 40 million being thrown around. Yeah. We're basically going to be paying half what we would be paying for James Madison, but for getting Odegaard. Um, I think he's already had six months with the team, but again, I don't, I don't think those six months, if he did a full season at Arsenal last season, I think he, there would be lots stronger links. Sorry to interrupt, but just had a, just come to me, Ed, if you're going to go 30 million on Ramsdale, 30 or 40 million on Erdegaard, why don't you just not do that and do 70 million for Madison? Yeah. But then we also then need uh, uh, we also then still need a goalkeeper. Uh, I don't know, man. You can ride it out with Leno, I think, for this year. I think we can ride out. I don't see the point. We've <laughs> yeah. got, we've got Leno, we and then we've got out. that Runnison guy or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Leno's but... not great, but he's not like he's not awful. Bad. He can still no. pull out a save, like a, not a, a save that you're like, oh, what a save every now and 100%. then. I can pull one of them out, it asks. But... Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what Ed, Ed is playing at, to be honest. But he's... I think. He's going the right way for a sacking, man. Um, well, probably not with Cronkite at the head, but, true, but, but yeah. you're doing really well, to be fair. 
Yeah. Not progressing the team at any point and wasting my money. <laughs> just, you're my type of guy, you <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think the with Odegaard, I think if he'd been at Arsenal for all of last season, he definitely probably would have been had a slightly better time. Now, he didn't do awfully in the six months he was with us in the sort of second half of the season. But I just didn't think he had enough time to really fit in and sort of uh, adapt to the Premier League style of football. Um, but now I'm a bit like, I'm not sure if he's the sort of person we should be bringing in permanently. As I say, if he was there throughout the whole of last season, I think I'd be a bit more confident with bringing him in because he's say he's he's had that enough time to sort of adapt. I don't want him to now spend the first half of this season adapting, and then then starting to perform at the end of the season, where ideally we need him to be straight off the mark performing. Um, but again, if you think about it, 30, like 35 mil, 40 mil, that's not a huge amount in today's transfer market, but and if we're going to be having to be paying double that for someone like Madison, who's going to be playing the same position, then I wouldn't be angry with Odegaard coming in. But I just think it's... Uh, I could, I'm could. i a bit 50-50. I could take him or lose him, really. I'm not really hugely bothered, but we do need to bring someone in. And I just don't want it to get to the point where we're faffing around for so long that it just gets to way too late in the window, and then we panic by it. And we just make huge errors. So... Yeah, I, I could take yeah. them or leave them. It, yeah, it's just one of them. It is what it is, isn't it, really? Um, that's it for mid, mid transfer news, boys. Um, let's get on to some football, shall we? Some proper football. Stuff that happened over the weekend. And as we've just been talking about Arsenal, why not continue in the same form? Now, Ollie, you, you know, you're at mine. We were chilling, you know, just having a nice evening. We were excited. The football's back. You know, it was good vibes. It was good vibes. And then an hour and a half later, man. Yes. For the first Tables maybe, were being uh, flipped. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, Thought we threw it, brother. Uh, we, we started off quite well. We had a lot of possession at the beginning. Um, but You ended with 65% possession. Uh, I think after, after the first half an hour or 25 minutes or something we had 70 percent possession yeah um so we did dominate the ball but it's just again because i think uh, i'm not too pissed off because like i sort of briefly mentioned in the last podcast we did it's the first game of the season we had um Aubameyang and lacazette that were unexpectedly announced as ill on the day we started balogun who's not had basically any Premier League experience. He's had little bits here and there, but he's not had a, a like huge amounts. Basically, so, his debut. It wasn't great, man. Yeah, it was. It wasn't very. Yeah, it wasn't great up top. I think we were lacking someone like a Bamiang or Laka with a bit more experience up there. Um, Balogun, he did make a couple of rash shots where he was like not really in a position to be shooting, but he shot anyway. I think he was just maybe trying to outperform himself on, on his debut or something, but. Yeah, I just think it was. I could see it coming. I said to, I think I texted you, or uh, texting before the game or something, before I came to yours, and I said, you know, honestly, I could see it going either way. I could see oh, us yeah. losing, but and then ultimately, just before kickoff, I did say, you know, what, I'm going to try and be positive. Two 0 Arsenal, and then we lost two 0 to oh. Brentford. But, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things, really. I'm not going to dwell on it. Um, out of all the teams that have been promoted this season kind of glad that it was Brentford that beating us because uh, I think 
we've put Brentford that are going to be the best out of the, the teams that have come up this season. So hopefully that does That's happen. Right. Otherwise, we'll just look stupid, to be honest. Um, but it is what it is. Our next few games aren't any easier. <laughs> Arguably a lot harder. We're playing uh, Chelsea and City, but oh, bro, it I is what it is. is. I know we didn't help it because we made them look really good, but holy shit, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. They are They're... mad, bro. Uh, I've just realised as well. I don't know when this is, but there was no draws this weekend. I'm just looking. There's literally yeah, just green, 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 red, 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 red. red. Yeah, no, uh, I was gonna say no literally. That's kind of mad. I wonder when the first, you know, goals yeah. in every game. Yeah, as well. That's nice. I love it. But yeah, man. I mean, the goals were like Leno should not be beaten on the first one. It's near post. Nope. Um, like it just shouldn't have been. Uh, and the second one, I can't remember what happened for the second one. We were watching the game, but it's kind of lost my head. What, what happened for the second? Choose, choose not to remember what happened. Wasn't the um? Yeah. Wasn't they targeting not, Ben White? Then they yeah, target, they, so oh, put a ball over the top, top, and I think it just got knocked Thank in. Thank you for reminding me, man. Ollie, we got to talk about Ben White. I know it's his debut yep. and that. I've got some. But, uh, my man did not look like a fifty million pound player. I've got to say. So, no. Um, again, I'm trying not to read too much into it. Um, I'm very much relying on this oh, first game of the season but there's still time don't worry um but yeah i think because he was playing to get uh, playing with someone like pablo mari in the back line instead of um gabriel i think he probably would have been better off with gabriel because i think having like your debut you're always going to be a bit nervous but having then someone with like another really good center back to partner with and to help you sort of to build your confidence keep your confidence high like you need to have confidence in each other and i think neither pablo mari or ben white had any confidence in, in one another <laughs> i didn't have much confidence in pablo mari to be honest i was quite surprised when i saw him um he was starting yeah. um and yeah he is truly shy um, actually yeah we need to not like Pablo Mari, you're not, you ain't got away with nothing, blood. You just didn't cost fifty million pounds. Yeah, you are rubbish. Exactly. That, that price tag, that price tag, that price tag comes with some eyes, and he will yeah, get looked at because of that price tag. But I, I personally think that if Ben White was playing with Gabriel, and when he does start to play in the middle with uh, in sort of in the back with uh, Gabriel, I think he will be better. Um, I think that partnership will become more solid. Like it's, it's only been like a week or two so well basically like two weeks since he joined so there's still a lot of time he's got a lot of learning to do he's got to adapt to the whole arsenal play he's got to adapt to everything really so um i'm just hoping yeah it can only be up from here really because it was wasn't very good it didn't fill me with much confidence watching but it is what it is yeah it's funny because uh shout out talk sport but i saw uh darren bent on uh on there saying um, if you put Ben White in City or United's defence, then he'll look like a £50 player. And I just felt like, I was just like, well, no shit, man. pound player or £50, 50 million, million pounds, pounds, pounds. Sorry, I'm £50 million pound player. And I was like, well, no shit, mate. Yeah. That's just He's completely a... different scenarios, man. There's yeah, a squad like, around that, that one yeah. player. is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course yeah. he's going to look better. If you're in a better team, you're going to look better. That's just how it goes. That's how it works. Or, yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. Arsenal got, like you said, Ollie, got a tough couple games up. You've not got Lacquer or Oba for the uh, Chelsea game. Is that confirmed? I don't. I haven't seen it confirmed, but I've just seen rumours. So um, as it stands, 
as it stands, for the, what the rumours are saying, it's yet to be confirmed as, our, as uh, of our knowledge. Uh, let us know if it has been confirmed in the comments. But um, yeah, uh, it, it's going to be a tough one then in that case, man. It's, it's going to be a rough game. To I'm not expecting to pick up any points from the next few games. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't. Yeah, I think you might be correct, brother. Um, I'll be happy if we get, if we get one point out of the next two games, but I'm not expecting any points. So yeah, no, the next I'm... couple of podcasts are going to be very miserable. I'll be right with you, brother. We'll be twentieth <laughs> and nineteenth. Don't worry. Yes. Um, yeah, we got unless we get, we got Brentford this weekend uh, at home. First game of Sellers Park. That's going to be a good game. Really, I'm just hoping the boys can really turn it on. We'll get there, but I, I, I feel yeah. United leads 5-1. The, uh, this was so good to watch, man. Saturday, was a great first game of the game. day. I was just sitting there. I was so excited to be watching football. I'm looking at my fantasy league. I've like, got Maguire, Bruno Fernandes and Sancho. I know Sancho didn't like start, but I was still gassed to watch it. And yeah, man, it did not disappoint. Holy shit. Man United look good. They do. Man, mm, very, like very it. impressive. To be fair, I'll, I'll give it to Leeds. The first five or ten minutes, Leeds looked the better side. And United went from one moment they'd be looking really shaky at, at like throughout the whole of the sort of the pitch. They're making sort of small little passing errors. But and then a minute later, not even a minute later, just turn it on, bang. They just went from looking like absolute shite to prime Barcelona. Literally, they looked, they just flipped. It was like a like couple of passes and they're through. Exactly. They just, yeah, something like a, they flicked a switch and they just looked incredible after that. And they did not stop. <laughs> yeah. Adds Sancho, a fit Marcus Rashford, and Varane to that team. And it's going to be the beauty. To hard watch. to break down, hard to defend against. Oh. Gosh, yeah, they just need to get someone in that midfield. Although we have to say, credit where credit is due, Scott McTominay and Fred played their arse off in that game. Their work was very good. Fred came up with his goal in the 68th minute. Obviously, probably the most impressive I've seen of uh, impressive thing I've seen from Fred. Yeah, you know, took took it well. Like, yeah, I mean, Pogba smashed it. Unbelievable on that on his day we've given Pogba so much shit and I only feel like it's right yeah I only feel like it's right that when he has done right and done amazingly well let's give you know give it to him because he was incredible um Sunus doesn't think so which no, I could, uh, wound me you know up what, man. man honestly was... Sunus needs to just I, I I don't even want to say it brother he's a retire honestly, like, he's just such a miserable guy it's yeah. so draining watching him on TV. Like he's not entertaining. Um, this is the difference between Sooners and uh, Roy Keane. They're very much like that. They've got that bitter old man kind of character about them. But this is where Roy Keane, yeah, Roy Keane's funny, and yeah. I think he does play up to a little, a little bit. Graham Sooners is just the most stern, stuck-up bastard, and that when the. Uh, uh, Michael Richards fucking started going at Soonis and obviously Soonis would just turn around like a little child and just put his back to him and stuff he'd be like oh, fucking grow up Jesus Christ like, and you have to like what we just said you can slate a player if they're not doing well but you have to give credit where credit's due and the fact that Soonis has completely disregarded Pogba as much as you don't like him 
you have to give him the credit because well, he was phenomenal. Reason. Well, he oh, yeah. had reason as a personal thing there, and the, the the he's just a bitter old man. That's all he is. He's just a miserable old man. It was get off the it was it was the cheek to say, oh, I think Mason Greenwood Greenwood has been the uh, the best player of the night, which he was fa like fantastic. Yeah, but you know. Bruno's got, got a hat trick of goals. Bruno's just got a hat trick of Fernandez. Just got, um, Bruno's got a hat trick and we've got four assists. Like Michael Rich is just like outrageous. What are you on about, mate? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I've got to say, Greenwood's uh, finish was lovely. It was. It was, it was sublime. <laughs> if he hadn't have done that, my fantasy team would be even more fucked than it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, Leeds just failed. Bielsa just it just fa I know I really rate Bielsa. We we all do on this podcast. Um, Mickey B. We all rate him on this podcast. Um, gave him manager of the year, I believe. We did, on yeah. The award show. Um, and just like, it just failed to just get it together for this game. But we saw it from Leeds last year, man. We saw this. They get drummed by uh, a few goals, and then, you know, they'll win their next game. 100%. Yeah, they're very much a yo yo club yeah. in terms mm. of they, the, one game they can look awful, but the next game they can look world class. Calvin Phillips back properly. But did we yeah. um, did we see Luke Aileen's goal? Yeah, I was oh, just about to, that was oh the next thing I was about to say. Word, I've got to say, all weekend there was a, a good, maybe a handful of oh. brilliant, brilliant goals, and his was up there. That was his was a fantastic goal. Sky, Sky Sports do the thing where they obviously pick like some of the best goals for like the game week, and oh my god, every single time I was like, this is the best goal, and then it showed the next one. I'm like, nope, this is the best goal, the and best then goal, it, yeah. I know this is oh my god, this is the best goal. Watford's goal. I mean, we'll get onto it, but. Well, we. Oh my god. Um, That's some blind. But yeah, no, I, I just think with United going this way, bro, they have really shot themselves into title contention. Like, so. Wow. I was still wow. kind of surprised I, that we still, put them. Uh, unreal. I was kind of um, still kind of surprised that we put them third in uh, the uh, the predictions because I kind of thought, the, you know, what they could definitely do something. Obviously, they came second team. last year, um, but obviously there's City who that will don't look that strong at the moment after that game but obviously Chelsea look incredibly strong they can, they're already going to get stronger with Lukaku United look strong probably only going to get stronger with uh, Varane coming in and uh, when Marcus Rashford um, gets fit again so yeah they can definitely challenge for the title I hopefully I want to see three teams probably not Liverpool but three teams uh, fighting on the last day of the season for the win this is what I like because it never comes down to the last day of the season anymore. The last time it happened was when City did the, or the Aguero goal happened. City beat obviously United to, to the title, and other than that, it's always wrapped up way before the end of the season yeah. now. And I'd love to see three, maybe even four, of the, like the top four all going at it for the last, like the last amount of points that they can possibly get on the last game of the season to to win it. You know what? Like I'm thinking, that is the last, last day of the season. I remember. What? I think it's because it was. City fan. I'm not even a city fan, but that memory is so vividly ingrained in my. I think head. it is for a lot of people. Um, I remember where I was. Like Same. I remember celebrating. I remember everything about it. And um, yeah, what? What? I hope it does. I think it. I think Liverpool will be in it probably. Yeah. I know we ruled them out, and we do have a little bit of we have a laugh at Liverpool's expense uh, at a lot on this podcast. But yeah. I do think they're actually. We'll, we'll get on to it. 
thing with my throat. Hold on, two seconds. BRB. No worries. Oh, left the tank. But, yeah, but I don't think we are going to speak about this Watford game, to be honest. But no, I know, we're, I know what you were saying. Strap for time. I know what you were saying earlier um, about that Watford goal. That was lovely. Is it uh, Saar? Yeah, it was, he was brilliant running down that wing. He, he absolutely yeah. clutched every single time. Absolutely yeah. running out. Him and um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bonaventura. That was it. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Bonaventura. Yeah. Right, um, Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I'm back. Just had a little tip in my throat, and I didn't have any drinks near me. I was, uh, didn't want to cough right, in everyone's. Uh... No worries. We did. We were just having a, a little chat about uh, SARS goal from, uh, from, oh, yeah, from yeah, Watford. Yeah, we didn't think so we'd so get... we probably probably wouldn't actually talk about the the Watford uh, Villa game. If we're not going to have time to speak about all of them, but um... I hate Watford, bro. I don't want to talk about them any point of the podcast. <laughs> losing. Um, Leicester got off to a winning start. It wasn't a convincing one, though. I have to say. Um, nope. Yeah, I mean they're not at their full strength. Obviously, like we've talked about Wesley Fofana and his impact. What it, that's going to be like? Uh, they're really going to miss him this year. But they've got Vestergaard now, and I think that he's going to slot in nicely next to Soyuncu. For the for the season, and I think they'll be all right, man. Especially when they get James Justin back. I think he's back, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And Castagna, I know, is injured. So you know, they have got their injury worries at the moment. Um, the assist that be... led to uh, Vardy's goal was lovely. Did yeah. you see? Uh, was it uh, Ricardo? Who's whoever was on the right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Ricardo, whatever. He, yeah, Ricardo he... Pereira in my yeah. uh, broke. Can say Ricardo. I was going to say Ricardo Perez, and I was like, it doesn't sound right. No, yeah, Ricardo Pereira, that's him. He uh, he did a lovely, like, he was in between, like, sandwiched in between two players and just managed to somehow get the... Yeah, he megged one of them and somehow just got the ball through and just whipped it in and obviously... Vardy, Vardy got a Vardy tight does, angle. Yeah. yeah, Vardy does what Vardy does best and just banged it. Got me them points. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I think uh, Wolves didn't do terribly, in all honesty. Um, obviously... Losing a couple of players, um, Jimenez obviously coming back from uh, that head injury. New manager, I think yeah, it didn't do badly really. Manager. I think City, uh, well, think, Leicester yeah, probably badly really had a, City, uh, well, a worse game badly, than we were really. a lot of people had were expecting. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was a, a bad result really for for Wolves. I think they were probably expecting to lose, but and I love but more than more love, than one goal. Love Jamie Vardy's shithouser as well. Marin up to yeah. the fans and howling. Yep. Rate that. Love it. I think love that's it. already already nomination for shit of the year for uh, oh, yeah. his awards. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Can you make me take a note of that one as well? Um Yeah, so Leicester, I think they'll do okay. I think they'll just come into their form. Wolves, I think, will be fine as well. They've got no no they don't need to worry about going down. One nil one sensible. Priori didn't look too great. He had a couple of chances and scored. Yeah, definitely uh, should have scored. He made uh, one of the shots very easy for Smichael. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get on to it. Chelsea 3, Palace 1. Uh, zero. Obviously. Obviously zero. <laughs> zero. Um, yeah. Well, it, it, you know what? Like, Palace fans are funny, right? They're a fickle bunch. Um, <laughs> they see that we lost 3-0 to... Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea and they're like it's the worst result we've it's the one of the worst performances worst result and I'm like guys you cannot have forgotten the 7-0 battering to Liverpool last year the 4-0 battering from Chelsea last year we lost 
three nil to Aston Villa where they had ten men for basically the whole game. Like we were terrible last year, and that game, I know we got battered three nil by Chelsea, right? At home, first game of the season, but we were not that bad. I've seen way worse. I saw some promising stuff, right? The one thing that did confuse me is we we're going for a four three three, and then we ended up playing a four four two. But I think it was something to do with Vieira wanting to sort of surprise Chelsea, which is like fair enough. He took a risk. I rate it. Roy never used to do anything like that. Um, fair enough. I've got to say we were pretty yeah, at the at the back, but once Chiarte went, Yoking and no, sorry. Um, Jochen Anderson came on. I can't remember who he came on for, but um, he came and slotted in, and we moved to a back three. And uh, Anderson looks like a good player, man. I, I, I just think IU needs to get the hell out of this squad and bring in Jez Raksaki. Remember that name, boys? Raksaki, right? He is an absolute. Well, he's a baller, right? Absolute baller. Um, I'm really hoping that he starts against Brentford because, man, Zaha and him on those wings are going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, I think there were a, a couple of players down. Well, you had a, quite a few youngsters uh, being uh, like in the squad. Oh, man. I, I think because I saw cool. something come from yeah. Vieira after the game that said that he still wants to make more signings because that the squad that he fielded wasn't uh, like not in so many words, but I'd, like you get the impression he wasn't as he wasn't that confident with the squad that he fielded because I think where you have lost. A fair few experienced influ influential players in the in this summer. I think he's potentially looking to replace those with sort of some make some uh, equally as experienced people. Um, maybe not bring in all these youngsters and not have sort of any experience really in there. Um, so I think by the end of the transfer window, you guys will have a bit more of a solid, uh, more experienced squad. Um, from well, sorry, sorry, from what I've seen. We're looking at Callum McGregor from Celtic. I don't know much about him, but from the Celtics fans' reaction on Twitter, I'm happy to have him for nine million because they were saying like, "What the fuck? Uh, that's crazy. He's crazy. He's apparently very, very good player. Obviously, Scottish football. Say what you want yeah. about that, um, but I'll take him." And then it looks like I don't. I was actually on Twitter with some um, chatting on Twitter with some Palace like insiders and stuff like that uh, today, and um, I was talking about uh, you know Ahmad Diallo from Man United. Uh, the youngster um he's had five offers for loans uh he said he wants to stay in the premier league and play premier league football and only one premier league football team has offered him a loan and it's palace so hopefully we can get i don't know much about him we'll have to get fards on and we can talk about him when he's on at some point and, and see what he's like but the, i just want odds and edward man because after seeing mateta at that game bro if benteke goes down we are Rude. We need another striker. Mateta is not that's, the one man. That's the thing about this Austin Edward. He's basically priced himself out of all these deals. His wage uh, demands are way too high than everyone's willing to pay at the moment. That's what's being reported everywhere. He's just he, he's asking for way too much. Um, but yeah, he might realise that oh, literally no one wants me because of my wage demands. So maybe I will take a little hit and. Yeah obviously uh, actually get some game time and um, sort of play in the Prem or whatever but yeah he's he's pricing himself out of a lot of deals like desperately but, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll talk. but I, I think it's going to be hopeful I think that we can really put the game to Brentford next week and I hope we can you know maybe I think we could come out of three points of that game I am looking really I'm being I know they just beat Arsenal whatever like that but I think I don't know, like there's some I do think that that Arsenal team right now 
it's a good opportunity for any team to play on. Do you know what I mean? And I do think that's a similar situation with Palace, but we know less about Palace in terms of what we can do than we know about this Arsenal team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just a bit hopeful right now that we can actually get free. You know, Zaha's going to have a better week than he did against thing. You know, if we get Ratsaki in there, hopefully, you know, Gallagher can get in the starting team. Uh, we'll hopefully have Gay and Anderson as the back two rather than Kiate and Gay. So, yeah, you know, it could be hopefully better. But let's talk about Chelsea. That's what people care way more about listening to this. Holy hell, them boys good. You've got stats. Them boys good. So, yeah, they stats. They good. had 13 shots, 6 on target, 62% possession against us. They had 678 passes with 91% pass accuracy. 15 fouls, though. So, they could, they are getting, you know, we've got tricky players, though, admittedly. More than a lot of teams in the Premier League, you know, in terms of just, you know, passing the ball, but you know, Zaha, Yuraksaki, you know, even like your schlups and people like that, they're tricky players, you know what I mean? Drawing those um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they were good. They were bloody good. And I, I, yeah, sorry to hark back to Palace, but I can't remember the last time I saw Palace create over 400 passes with 85% pass accuracy. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> no. Fun, um, Chelsea looked good, man. Uh, Pulisic looked good. Alonso's free kick. That was unlucky. Because if you, I think it was a great foul. I think it was a soft foul to give. Soft foul, uh, but yeah, that's where sort of these bigger teams they capitalise on the, on these yeah. chances, and that was cracking free kick. Oh yeah, yeah. and Shaloba, man, is that Shaloba? Is it Shaloba or Shaloba? Shaloba, yeah. Shaloba. Sorry, Shaloba. that's a goal. Holy hell! <laughs> he said, yeah, I had no idea what to do, so I just collapsed and started crying. Yeah. Fair what play. a guy, brother. I rate him so highly. And he's got I really a lot hope of, uh... he stays in this team, brother. I hope. I can't see him being taken out, man. Because he's uh, uh, Nathan Chalaber's younger brother, isn't he? Yeah. What a flop yeah. he ended up being. But yeah. hopefully <laughs> Trevor ain't going to be the same. I think but that's yeah. probably why he was. Uh, he got a lot of um, sort of support from uh, sort of a lot of other uh, football players on social media because he's seen how. Nathan Chalaber did sort of at Chelsea. He was, like you say, a flop, and I think there was probably a lot of pressure on him then to to not do what his brother did and be a flop. And I think to score like that on your on your debut again, another great goal. Um, there was so many this weekend. Um, yeah, happy for him. I hope he continues it. I think he will. I think he will. I think he'll stay in this Chelsea team. I think Tuchel's a good guy in terms of that way. Like he will just stand by his players that he likes. He said that he's in his fans. So yeah, but Chelsea look yeah, just great man. And now they got add the Kaku to this. Yeah, I think it's as expected, to be honest. Yeah, as we Chelsea, we've got Chelsea winning the league, and I think that's definitely a possibility now. You know what I mean? Um, One more thing about the Chelsea Palace game. I've seen it's uh, the first time Vieira's ever lost at Sanford Bridge. Sorry, never man. ever lost. Sorry about that, Patrick. Oh, yeah, never lost a game when he played for Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. But um, obviously, uh, yeah, first game as manager, obviously a lot easier to uh, to lose as when you're a manager comp- uh, at Stamford Bridge now than it <laughs> probably was playing at Arsenal back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little little PSA for Palace fans. Look, just chill. All right, just chill. We got. I know it's Chelsea. But it's Chelsea, bruv. They're Champions League winners. We got beat 3-0. They've got a fantastic team. This is a fresh team. Chill out. It's going to be all right. We're going to stay up. It's positive Alfie this year. 
Manifesting. Uh, I'm manifest. Yeah, exactly, brother. I'm manifesting the us being all right. We'll get a couple more players in before the window shuts. Manifest when Mercury's in start. retrograde and the cow <laughs> jumps over the moon and all of that malarkey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you know, we've got a really difficult start, but you know, we'll be all right. We'll yeah. be all right. Uh, Mark, your boys, Liverpool, My boys. 3-0, smashed them, smashed them, talk us through it. What did you like? What did you not like? Um, bit of a slow start. Wasn't okay. confident in the first 10, 15 minutes. I was, it's, it's a bit shaky, you know, it's a bit shaky, you know, like, yeah. that old meme. Um, <laughs> don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Yeah, boys, get a little bit shaky. Get right. a bit shaky. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about 10, 10 15 minutes in. Um, oh, please, I'll that. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm putting, I'm editing it in post. <laughs> I don't get nervous, but I'm starting to get a bit shaky, you know? I mean, I'm a little bit weak. Love it. Um, no, like I said, a little bit shaky the first 10, 15 minutes, but that Jota goal went in at the 26th minute and we started to look like we were a professional team. Not like this dominating. I'm such, such a weird thing. To no, like organised. Like organised. <laughs> right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Professional team. Uh, Professional. I hope so. Well, yeah, you, you know what like I mean. Bromley last season, boy. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, um, sorry, Bromley. We looked organised. <laughs> yeah, no offence, Bromley. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Anyway, we looked we looked organised, is what I was trying to say. We, we looked like we, you know, were back in form. And even though there was quite a few changes that i didn't expect to see so just looking at the lineup uh jota starting over firmino which was yeah i mean not a crazy crazy choice by any means well, but usually so. it's, usually it's the other way around but then we have Cato and chamberlain in the middle with yeah, milner that threw me off i had no but i think i saw that we had a behind closed doors friendly with aston villa and tiago and henderson were playing in that Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, yeah, I didn't know that. I had no idea that was happening. We saw Harvey Elliott, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did see Harvey Elliott. He came on sort of the latter end. Obviously, Jota scored a goal, and then we had Firmino came on, and a bit, little bit of a messy goal, but Salah squared it off, and Firmino yeah. slotted it in, yeah. which was nice. A good little cover-up there. And then Salah's goal. Whew. I can't believe Norwich didn't have someone just... You're, like. Why did they just not say to one player, all oh, your your job is to just stay in front of Salah. Just don't give him room. Give because they room. he just sat on the edge of the box and the ball landed to him. He was allowed time to take one touch and that's all it takes with Salah. One touch to just push the ball out a bit, get a bit of room, and it, it the rest was history. It just flew around everyone, just top top corner. It was a beautiful goal. It was nice to see. Uh, but yeah, Harvey Elliott came on uh, after three three nil and he wasn't amazing, he, you know, nothing, nothing mad, but nothing changed because he came on. Yeah. Which oh, he's I never think... been amazing, so nothing's changed, yeah. <laughs> right, mate. But no, it's what Is I like to see. Now? He has cut his hair, he's cut his barnet. Yes! He has. Yes! Finally, way um, better. But what I, what, can, uh, what I like actually is... actually appreciate him slightly more now, because it was yeah. mainly his hair that kind of made me yeah. dislike Fair him. Fair enough, I, did, I didn't really like it, to be honest. But you know, he, ca he came on and not like the, the tempo didn't change the way we we're playing didn't change so it's nice that he can come in slot in and not affect much if we're just trying to ride the game out just does his job and doesn't have to be flashy which is nice when he's like what like 18 now or something stupid 
yeah, young, yeah. isn't he? He probably wants to make an impression, but you know, making an impression sometimes is not doing anything wild. It's just playing football, which was nice. Um, Costas, I can't say his name. Oh my god, Tamikas. But I went to say his first name because everyone just calls him Costa, Costa or something. Costa Tamikas. Um, he was he was good. He he did what Robertson did. Take the corners. Oh, had a couple hands. Hand. He did. Yeah. Mil- Mil- him and Milner, uh, well, mainly more Milner, gave him a cheeky little clip round round the back of the ear when giving the ball oh, away. I but I just think I just think he hasn't had enough game time. I think the fatigue came in, um, and he just dropped the ball. But then again, in this Liverpool, Liverpool team, you, you can't quite literally do that. So I yeah. think Milner was just like, switch the fuck on, mate, because come on, you're you're filling in for an injured left back right now, like. You, yeah. you have to be the left back. You have to be number one right now in yeah, that position. Um, which Jake I think is Milner fair. is uh, is class from Milner though. I, thought, I, mm. I do have over the last three years, I think I've had a newfound respect for James Milner. Um, he is incredible for his age. Um, oh, he yeah. is a, such a professional, and seeing um, him slapping um, Costas Tamikas or whatever his name is. Um, around the head did just make me laugh because you don't see that sort of stuff anymore nice. and that is really very um, what's the word it makes it very human mm. it gives us such a human element to it and you see the passion coming from them all and yeah he is an idol uh, he's, a, he's a teacher as well for these people because I think I think to me Cass is, is still quite young uh, 25 so he's probably just coming into his prime actually but yeah. you're looking at Milner who is an established senior really in that team so uh, exactly uh, before we move on from Liverpool uh, are you feeling more confident yeah yeah okay. I think so I mean we didn't we didn't have one of those like I mean it's still a 3-0 win don't get me wrong like it's yeah. still a really solid win but there were obviously a little bit little few things I'd probably be a bit like mm, hopefully that I mean, defensively going forward I think we look really good how did Van Dyke look yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um, dealt with Pookie quite well. Sorry, absolutely flattened him. Didn't get the other guys. Yeah, really it was hilarious. Um, I can't remember exactly. I know the ball came up for a header and Van Dyke just jumped and got into it. And I think Pookie was trying to then knock him. You know what Harry Kane used to do where you just try and tuck under him and flip him and try and injure him for the fucking season. Yeah. Um, I think Pookie tried to do a little cheeky, like, oh, I'm going to see if I can knock him off his game here. But just got absolutely flat. Well, just got taken it's out. Like, it's like trying to knock over a brick wall for Christ's sake. It's just not going to go well. <laughs> it just did, and it didn't yeah. go well. If if you want to, uh, what it is funny because it happens, and then the ball goes the other way. So the camera starts to pan, and you just see Pookie just bang. Like it happens so quickly. It's so funny. I uh, yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it. It was pretty funny. I will, but he uh, looked, he looked, he looked all right. He looked solid. Like well, I don't think he did anything mad. Although he was pinging balls about from the back really nicely which is what I like to see which is what I like to see because yeah. I don't doubt his defensive capability just those balls were still getting thrown to the front nicely so yeah I, th- I think he was looking good he was looking good nice uh, yeah I mean Liverpool look, yeah they did look good I mean it's Norwich whatever we'll see I'm looking forward to seeing when there's a real test when it's a proper test a mm. big team I, think, I still think they're going to be great uh, top four definitely this year um, but yeah um, wow City looked rubbish, right? 
Uh, yeah, it didn't look so, great. Jesus, <laughs> wet. It off quite well uh, the first sort of 10 15, but yeah. shortly after that, they really didn't look right. great at all. No, man, they, they didn't. Um, I, this, yeah, I, they got they need Kane. They have to go get Kane, bro, because this team is just not it without. I don't know what it is, bro. Like, are we overreacting? Is that what it is? I think there's you have to take a bit Tottenham goal yeah yeah so, it was a mistake that led to the goal but at the same time like I was basically saying with the Arsenal game you can't read too much into this first game of the season obviously there's it was always going to be a bit of a big game because of everything going on between Tottenham and City at the moment anyway and obviously the various comments that have been made um sort of by uh, Pep in the past about Tottenham, all this sort of stuff being the Harry Kane team and all that sort of stuff. I think there was always always going to be a lot of um, sort of uh, a lot of pressure around this game, but I think obviously they didn't really have Aguero for most of last season. He's now gone. They don't really have another striker apart from Gabriel Jesus. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, De Bruyne is currently um, injured. I think there was a couple of different elements that probably would have made the game go slightly different if people were fit and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, I do agree with you. I think they, they need to go out there and they need to get Harry Kane. But yeah, it's a lot easier said than done when they've just spent 100 mil on uh, Grealish. Uh, how much are they going to have to spend to get Kane? And can they afford to do that in both in the same summer? Will Tottenham let Harry Kane go? Personally, I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, now uh, Gundogan's obviously just got an injury, um, expected out for probably a couple of weeks. So you're riddled, mate. Another player down. My team. Is it your team that's got riddled with injuries? On fantasy, yeah, yeah. my team is screwed. <laughs> Did you have Gundogan as well? Yep, Gundogan. Oh uh, no. Uh, Fantasy League decided to tell me uh, half an hour before the first game, so when it was too late um, to change anyone, the Cavani was injured, Harry Kane probably wasn't going to be playing, uh, <laughs> and then all of this other crap. But That's yeah, unfortunate, man. It is. But um, yeah, back to the City-Tottenham game. I think uh, City, uh, Tottenham did have a bit more of a oomph in them. That a bit um, of I think they were... They were yeah, they, I think they were more up for it than City were. I think City were kind of maybe were a bit surprised by mm. what Tottenham did, and I think Tottenham went into it as I say with a bit more for a bit more like right, we you can't try and just walk or, like walk all over everyone in the Premier League and just try and mm. take our our best player, our striker. They've just been humbled, and, mate. Uh, exactly, they have just been humbled. But um, yeah, no fair. Yeah, I. I, I... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, we'll, we'll, they'll build on it. They'll see how they go. I, I feel still, ultimately, think City will probably, you know, they'll be second if not first, probably. But depending on United, you never know. You never know, right? But they'll be in that top four is what I'm saying. And then you've yeah. got um, Tottenham, I don't know, diving around Europa League spots, probably battling out for that. I'd imagine. Yeah, well, they've um, got. They do have some sort of European football. It's not. I don't think it's Europa League. It's like the the thing below the Europa League, whatever that now new thing is. Um, I wouldn't even want that for Palace because yeah, it's like the European not. Conference or whatever it's called. I can't remember, yeah. but it cool. yeah it doesn't really mean too much. Hi, I'm Trickster. You YT? I'm assuming that you. Uh, w welcome to the chat. I'm Trickster. I thought just call it. We'll just call him Trickster. 
Sup, bro? Thank you for joining. Hello. Yes, we have a WhatsApp. Drop us a follow if you haven't. Wrapping up, but uh, well, we're about to. But you know, uh, anytime, lads. Thanks for joining. We uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you kindly. We were just talking about the Man City Tottenham game, how uh, dodgy City looked, and how like I guess you know Tottenham didn't look bad, but I mean it's, it's Tottenham, isn't it? Tottenham and Tottenham, they will always be Tottenham. So um, Tottenham will do yeah. Tottenham things. Drop um, us a, a follow if you have. He already, already he followed us, I think, about twenty days ago. Love that. No Farrisine. Love that. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the only other game that I really want to briefly touch on was Newcastle versus West Ham. So actually, it was a bit of a corker, mate. I can't lie. Good, yeah. Yeah, West Ham started slow, uh, but they've really got into things. And uh, Ben Rama and Michael Antonio just ran the show for West Ham and just uh, both got a goal and an assist, I think. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking promising again. Obviously, like you know, their big problem is going to be balancing all the football they've got to play and the squad depth because they haven't added. Obviously. A good, a good friend of ours, Jordan, uh, from uni, was commenting on our social media post on Instagram. Check that out, Footy, Footy Fetish Podcast on uh, Instagram. We've been doing loads more social media stuff uh, recently, last couple of days, and we plan to keep that going. Get, um, but yeah, he, he was complaining about uh, the lack of investment and that kind of thing. And I think maybe West Ham fans have a little, some do, I'm not saying everyone don't attack, uh, that they, uh, they might have a little bit of an unrealistic expectation of the club because it was only what a couple of years ago they were battling relegation and you know they get one finishing you know whatever sixth or whatever, fifth or sixth or whatever and they're uh all like oh we need to be battling we want titles and stuff like that i'm like all right well let's just you know slow down you should be spending money but like let's not talk about titles just yet do you know what i mean um 100 i think they it's easy to try to get maybe a little bit ahead of yourself with that you get one sort of good season under your belt and you're like oh well what happens if we can actually then get top four but the jump to get into that top four is a is a big jump um and especially having to then like you said balance in the european football on top of obviously the cups and the your premier league everything like that it's not easy um it's obviously some that's why some of these top teams have been the top teams for so long and why it's like it's shown that it is so hard for these other teams to jump uh, make that jump into sort of the top four into to progress from there leicester are on the edge right now of nearly actually getting in that top four and finishing in sort of uh champions league places um, build on that so, squad a bit i think exactly and you think like they are a, probably well they are a a better team than that West Ham team are. Um, oh, yeah. They've got a lot more prob- about them. So West Ham have got to do it more consistently, I think, to then be able to find that confidence to potentially make that jump into into the top four. But I think they're they're a long way off yet, and you just can't get too ahead of yourself with it, really. Yeah, I think they're gonna have. Another, I think they will be top ten this year, like we said on the podcast. Uh, in our predictions will be top ten. But yeah, I think it's not gonna be all. Glitter is gold as it was last year. Um, but yeah, boys, that is it. That is the podcast for today. Thank you. We talked about last week's football. Make sure you come check us out on Thursday because we will be streaming again on Thursday where we will pre previewing the games for the weekend, basically, just our thoughts on what we think could happen on the game of the weekend. And if there's any other news between now and Thursday, you'll we'll we'll be giving it to you. Alright, so make also might be doing some uh some some ratings of these teams so we've yeah. think about potentially going through all 20 teams and giving them a score out of 10 
we'll do that each week and then at the very end of the uh the, the season we'll still keep track of it throughout the season at the very end of the season we'll tot up all the points and we'll do a a kind of like a, a table of how they performed each week and the total amount of points and everything like that so we can so then uh, do all that we'll also give you the update on the fantasy league tomorrow on thursday uh where we are on the table the results stuff like that how people did um, oh, i've got to sneeze oh no, it's got. I'm gonna, just ah. gonna get this out. We're done, and we'll be fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll be Thursday. Link us on Thursday. This will be going out on Spotify and YouTube and stuff tomorrow, or maybe even tonight. I don't know what Ollie's doing. Ollie's gonna work his editing magic and get it out. It will be tomorrow because we have to. It has to be 48 hours after we've finished streaming. 24. No, 48, 24 hours. Sorry. So no worries then. Perfect. But tomorrow uh, at nine o'clock. It's happening. Tomorrow night. So listen to it while you're in bed and you can listen to our Lovely soothing voices. voices, talk football, <laughs> and, you know, we'll get you off to sleep. Um, and then hopefully it'll just play down the list and you'll play all of our episodes. Just what's about during the day and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, thank you guys and everyone for watching. Thank you to Ollie and Mark for joining me today. Um, it's been thank a good you. one. Boy. Always, you know, I was saying uh, before the podcast, I, I've had a rubbish day. I was in a terrible mood. But you, you boys, you brought me up. I actually feel, I feel good. good. So, um, yeah, thank you. Make sure to like, subscribe. We are on Facebook. Or hit notification bells, anything. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. You know, we're... Uh... Now subscribe to us on Twitch as well and not just follow. Let's do it. Just subscribe. Do it. do it. Press that we'll, button. We'll get more features out as well. We've, we've got some work to do on the Twitch page by getting it up and running and getting yeah, all those boy. little nibbly bits. Um, Bear with us. But we're you working on it. You have maybe noticed that. You have maybe noticed that unfortunately our streams have got shorter. Oh, but we're doing two a week. Yay! Yay! So there's more content anyway. Each stream's slightly shorter, each podcast is slightly shorter. We wanted to make it roughly around an hour these days because I think maybe an hour and a half, hour and 45 that we were sort of doing. Maybe a little bit too much. So we've broken it down into two smaller podcasts a week. Um, so, as I say, less content her podcast oh content overall. and we've just had a subscription or someone's followed us or subscribe subscribe oh, tier one Italy. subscription uh, an actual uh, subscription guys not follow a subscription oh my god that's our by, follow, right? uh, it uh, is our very first subscription it Evelyn. is from Evelyn, who is, does apex i watch him um i do know him from when i worked back in surrey so if you're with hey, us give it, thanks, thanks for the man. sub Evelyn, his yeah, real name's real name, real name, Scott, just outed him. Scott, big up. <laughs> Absolute legend. Big up. Um, but yeah, sweet. We'll see you later, people. Mo Farah sign. We love you. Bye. Love you.